One of the occupations I've had in my life is as a travel writer. And in that journey, I have met some very interesting people. One such person is Dr. Elliot Ndlovu, who I met at Five Star Getaway for Dune Hotel and Spa in the KwaZulu-Natal Midlands in South Africa. Elliot is a Sangoma, a traditional Zulu medicinal and spiritual healer. He's also a herbalist and an ethnobotanist. Now, you may have an idea of African beliefs and definitions, but I wonder if you're aware of the stringent demands the spirits make of those that they call to serve them, with failure to fulfill these demands being punished with bad luck, illness, even death. In the book A Sangoma Story by Melanie Reader, Elliot describes his calling late one night, followed by the mental illness, a necessary process of suffering, in Isuzulu, his Etwasa, in order to become a healer. As a young man, he was awoken in the dead of night by an apparition sent by his ancestors, and in terror, he fled to a river where he was submerged until sunrise. And there on the bottom of the riverbed, he claims to have acquired all the knowledge from his ancestors of his cultural heritage in order to heal bodies and minds. Calling and consulting with ancestors to help his clients find inner peace is part and parcel of his work. Elliot has three different kinds of spirits constantly bombarding him with chattering and whistling which he interprets, and he's learned to be faithful to their demands, which have truly tested him. From the early torment and tragedy came consultations with Oscar nominees in Hollywood, a meeting with Queen Elizabeth II, and a Christmas visit from a former South African state president. Elliot's tales of storm chasing and magical serpents may be challenging to wrap your head around, but spend some time with this charismatic man and his unwavering belief and earthy directness and confidence of being is compelling. At Elliot's farm in nearby Moy River are over 120 different species of healing plants used by him and in Fordoon Spa and Health Products. Elliot, thank you for my consultation and for this interview. Thank you. So I want to know, did you ever imagine in your Twasa that you would come to be here at a five-star hotel and spa like Fordoon? Mm. Uh, it's unbelievable. I didn't know something will happen like that, but it happened because it's something that was planned by my ancestors. You know? Yes. I know through your ancestors, but yes. you also knew John Bates, the, the yes, founder. Yes, correct. Yeah. I knew John quite for a long time because uh, myself and John were working under the project called Midlands Investment Initiative, where it was getting involved to develop the communities. And uh, there's some times when John called me for tournament, there was a, a tough problem to try and solve that problem, you know. From that side, when I was there, it was just a farm. And uh, it was like a prophet to me, said, John, one day we might be building a business like that. But sometimes, if it happened, will I be part of that, please? So he didn't forget that. Yeah. He didn't forget that, correct, yeah. And then he invited you to do what there for doing, exactly? Well, uh, basically, when we're there, then what happens that after I, I pass on that message, one day you visited me where I'm running a farm at a court. Uh, when he arrived to me, to come and say, hey, no, we have decided as a family to start that business. So that's why I'm here, so that maybe we could be part of it, you know. I said, John, you think we came in the right time, because now I'm about to close that project. I said, because it's got a lot of political interference, you know. So that's how I moved to Fortune. Okay. Yes. Now, going back to 
your early days. Yes. I know that, and it's, and it's well documented in the, the book about you by mm. Melanie Reader. You didn't have an easy time with Correct. your Amadlozi, yes. your ancestors. Correct, yeah. And they, they put you through a lot. A, not just you, but your whole family. Exactly. You Correct, yeah. suffered a lot, a lot of hardships and mm. trials. But obviously, now in hindsight, you, you can see they were trying to get you on the path you were supposed to be on, Absolutely. where you're supposed to be headed. Correct, yes, yeah. And sometimes, you know, those trials are necessary. Mm. So since you've been here, has it become more easy? Not necessarily more easy, but do you feel that the guidance that you get is yes. better? Correct. And also, do you feel that you're more correct on your path and that Amadozi don't have to get out the baseball bat or the shambok to make sure that you are? Now, since when I started this training, when my answers came to me, because I was submerged underwater, from there, they advise me, they teach me about how I should take care of them, what I should do. So even now, what I'm doing, what is happening, I know the rules and yeah. structure and the instruction how to follow on the ancestral side. For people who are maybe not going to read the book, you know, normally uh, becoming a Songoma, that takes a long time of training. Correct. You didn't do any of that. No, I didn't do it. You did a short circuit. You got a high voltage, yes, quick yeah. dose, and it, it was just one night. One night, yeah? Correct, yeah. And just just, just tell what actually happened to you. When, uh, why is becoming a shortcut? Because my ancestors have been looking for a Sangoma in my family for a long time. My aunt was supposed to be a Sangoma, but she refused. Her refusal, it led to my ancestors give her a big punishment, which she died. And then after the death, she came to me and said, hey, my son, take this. And I said, how, how can my aunt say that? Because she said, my son, forgive me. This was supposed to be taken. Well, uh, from there, there was a long process taking place, you know, where things were happening, and I didn't know what to do, what to go for training, etc., etc. One day, when I was at Moira Textile, uh, my answer came to me and said, no, I must end working there now. I must go home and be a, a Sangoma. So I left Mordif Textile. When I arrived at home, they told me a lot of things to do, cleansing, etc., 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 where it came on the 15th, October 1989. They said next year, 9, October 15, 1990, there'll be huge political violence. So you must stay here at home till we finish this healing. So... Through those days at night, that's where we finished having dinner with my family. When I was going to bed, I saw a coffin entering in the door. When I look at the coffin, hey, maybe I'm going to die. Then I jump outside. Then I call my parents that I'm leaving. They said, where are you going? I said, no, I don't know, but I'm leaving. It was dark and raining. Then I disappeared in the darkness. That's where my ancestors told me to underwater. But I didn't know I was going underwater, but I was running like a bit crazy. But they tell my ancestors were driving to underwater. You'd already been speaking and hearing your ancestors yes. from long before then. Correct. You just hadn't taken up the the task that, yes. that they wanted you to exactly. take. Exactly, correct. So yeah. it wasn't through your training that you heard your ancestors. You heard them from, from when you were young? Absolutely. But okay. uh, I didn't know how to go for training because they keep talking to me. Yeah. When they talk, and the question has asked me, if my ancestors talking to me, they said they need to be a mayor at home. How? Must I go for training? But there's something that says I mustn't go for training okay. until they tell me to go, you know. A lot of people have a vague idea of what a Songoma mm. does or is. 
Yes. Also, in Nyanga, but for people who don't understand the Isuzulu terms, as a Songoma, you're a traditional medicinal mm. and spiritual healer. But on top of that, you're also a herbalist and an ethnobotanist, and you've got your own farm. Correct. What I'm doing, I'm just growing these indigenous plants, as medicinal plants, as well as indigenous flower bulbs, as well as flowers. But on the medicinal, I'm just growing for my own use, you know, as a Sangoma or herbalist. But also flower bulbs. I'm selling it to the gardeners as well as landscapers, you know. Yeah. And uh, also, if people want to buy them, I'm selling them, taking them to the market. Your farm, which is just 20 minutes from Fordun, is also on the popular tourist map, the Midlands Meander. Mm. So people can actually come there on the weekends. Oh, definitely. There's oh. some people that come past here and they buy. But now I still can have to develop it, like uh, building a farm store because I've been doing processing. I'll be selling some other product here, teas, etc. And of course, your products go into the Fordun Spa. Right. There's the Glover range. Exactly. I, yeah. I bought some of the Artemisia oh, fantastic, tea fantastic. and also the, the bath salts. And they're yeah, fantastic. Uh, they really are. Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. Yeah. You are deeply rooted in nature. If someone meets you, you can see how earthy you are. Yes, but at right. the same time, you're very strongly connected with the spirit world all your yeah. life. And you do combine several yes. related fields. Let's talk about uh, not just the herbal work, but your other work and what someone can expect. If someone comes to you for help, do you treat them in a combined way or does it depend on that particular person, what they're seeking to heal or what they want to know about? For example, do you throw the yes, bones correct. for me, yes. use the herbs for uh, Sandile, the water for Joe, correct, yeah. or does it depend on if Joe's got a broken heart? Or no, give, me a, give me a typical situation. It, it depends. You know, after doing a consultation, I'll find out what exactly is the problem to that patient. So you start with the consultation? Yeah, I started yeah. the consultation, yeah. then I'll find out what's the problem. My answers will tell me that this is what must be used. Because basically, here when I'm consulting, I use bones, but my answers are I can talk to them. They're easily shown, then I can hear them. Then I can translate what they're talking about, you know. So they talk to me, and also they prescribe some herbs to be given to that patient. If maybe some like, bad energy, they tell me, okay, you need to mix those herbs to help you more hair. You did throw the bones for me. Correct. And if anyone's wondering what that is, it's not just bones, it's whatever you've chosen to be symbolic. Correct, yeah. Well, uh, those bones were chosen by my ancestors were to collect them. After I've collected them, I just introduced them to them, said, this is what I got now. Then we bless them, and then we start to use them. Well, uh, I, I was very, very happy with my consultation. Mm. Okay, First of all, with your invocations and, yes, or your, yes. and your prayers for okay. guidance. And is it possible that you can do your your prayer before the consultation. You know, when I do that prayer for consultation, I will call all my ancestors, like Onjovu, uh, Then I'll talk to my mother's family, also, which is Then I'll come to my Grandmothers, from my mother's family, which is Onjela, from my grandfather's family, family, is Onjela. So then what I have to do, I have to pray that Ulungulono Musa, Smartest, Ulungulono Musa, Chuvo Ngwele, Ngoso Kinsasa, 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 Kin
Wabangis lokeren gwele kuselungit pabashanganati kuselungile. Na ingreji yako kuselungile izoza inkinga ni mfichalo zaati kuna mani wabagosa. Usondele tuse kwe, usondele pango sobe tunkosi nga zungle akongosi. Uskainsele kusutakseli kusubaba inka zubupinkosi. Sitlashintela kusuzum kumere nukutubaba isusagale enkinga nezi khatkele. Tikuna mani wanangosu ngabono kuna nangazenzo kusutakseli ngamanya kusubaba. Then, with the interpretation, if it was short and sweet, I don't know if it is for other people, yes. but it was a very direct, very straightforward mm. picture mm. of yeah. the kind of person I am, yeah. the most important associations I have, mm. uh, and key pointers of where I am in my life, why I am there, yeah. and what I need to focus right. on, yeah. stuff. It was all very affirming because I knew, you told me I need to meditate more. Exactly. I've been for a few days, I know I need to meditate more. <laughs> it's very uplifting. For me, it's the real, this is the real deal, wow. as they say. Just like you, it's down to earth, straightforward mm. and straight to the point. Yeah. About you, I find, Elliot, that you, you, you never hesitate. You're always self-assured. You're never at a loss. And I think that's just because you're truly in touch with, with yourself, but also with, what, with your guidance, you know. Exactly. Do you... Ancestors, do they speak to you all the time? Do you get a break? <laughs> yeah, I do have a break. They do talk to me. Sometimes I'm busy something. They can accept, hey, listen, it's going to be done now. One thing we uh, touched on, you don't predict the future. I do predict the future. It depends on my ancestors. Like okay. I can tell you, there was a woman here in Moor River who came to me for consult. And uh, I told her that listen, there's a ceremony that she needed to do it, because it's a demand from the ancestors. If she doesn't do it, she has got four daughters. If she doesn't do it, one of the daughters will die with an accident. If that daughter dies, the rest will follow, all of them, with accident. Mm. When I talked to her, she thought, oh, it's not going to happen, you know. I told her, I said, you know what? This is urgent. If you don't eat, when a shepherd will come to me, I'm not going to help you. That's the future. So she take it for granted, you know. After two months, the youngest daughter was stabbed to death by the boyfriend. Ish. She ran to me and I said, you know what, I can't do anything. I told her there's water that will get inside the house. So I can't take it up because it's already inside. She brought the Sangoma, it was like a waste of, of money. They tried to sacrifice, but they all follow till they finished. And afterwards, when I met her, she was crying for me, I said, please don't cry for me, because you are responsible for that, I told you. That's maybe not the kind of future that most people, when they talk about predicting the future, mm. you're going to have yes, lots of babies yeah. or make lots of money, or Correct, that's, yeah. that's a warning from spirit. Absolutely. That's a very yeah. different kind of yes, prediction. Yeah, that's absolutely. a very important yeah. one. For me, in this age where there's so much going on and it's yeah. all going on so quickly, Correct. predicting the future in, the, in a worldly sense mm. is almost impossible because things, so many things happen so much. Yeah, and they change so all the time, you know. It's not easy to predict that, you know. Yeah. No, it's not. Speaking of these times, I, I do wish that people would take note like that woman didn't take note. Mm, correct. Um, and, and that people were more careful and I, I mean that in the proper way full of care and I mm. see that less and less you have mentioned 
the multi market for for example where people can go to Durban for instance and yes, there's correct. people selling stuff on the pavements. You know the market vendor on that district market it's per annum is at about two point five billion. Wow. Two point five billion run per annum, you know. So which means that that's a huge market. Yeah. So that's what the question that was eating me all the time that why can't we start this multi farming? Let's leave those people from the street. We cultivate them. We sell to them. Or if they don't buy, we cultivate them. We've got our own people that can go to the street and sell them because we've been producing a fresh quality motifs. Not that we'll be sitting for a long time and then become old. It's not, where, it's not even whether it's fresh or, or not so fresh. Mm. They are correct and proper procedures to correct. be followed. Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, in terms of harvesting, there's some very, very strict instruction for harvesting them, which I don't know whether they follow those instructions. You know, yeah. Because, like, for instance, you know, when you look at, like, yeah, we're talking about the pollution of environment. So this wood is not to be cared by right people, not anyone. Sometimes we find that people have got a lot of negativities. That's a problem. Well, that's where the pollution goes from. It's from the person that's polluted. Yeah, absolutely. Where does pollution start? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't start outside of us. We've polluted the exactly. earth. Exactly, yeah. That's what I tell the people that, you know what, even when they say that our environment is polluted, but the pollution starts from the human being himself or herself. Yeah. And so basically your work is uh, removing pollution or warning people of that pollution. Correct, yes. yes and correcting yes. them, balancing absolutely. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah, pollution is a big thing. I mean, we yeah. see more of it. You grew up in the Camberg, which mm, mm. it's a beautiful area. It's uh, the foothills of the mountains. And yeah. you've said you've actually noticed things becoming extinct in that Correct. rural yeah. area. So it's not an area that's like, overpopulated. Like for, for example, the pool or the river that I went there for training and submerged, if you go there today, it doesn't look good. A lot of papers and plastic on the river... And the pool is not, not like it was before. That's why even there, I also take all my bones there for cleansing, maybe after six months. But I don't take them there anymore because my answer today, that river is polluted now. I should do something else, you know, or maybe take them to the Bushman paintings on top of the back, but not there anymore, So, which is bad. Imagine for the, for the ancestors, it's harder and harder mm. to get the messages through you can't even take your bones to the traditional place. Mm. They're going to look for alternatives all the time. Yes, absolutely. Exactly, yeah. But there are always alternatives. I mean... Yes, they are. Yeah, you know, they're wiser than, than us. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> uh, they must cry sometimes to see what people do wrongly and how wrong yeah, people are. That's why when you look at other people, uh, sometimes they think that ancestors have existed, have expired. Other people are not believing on it. It's because of this pollution. You remember in the olden days, people used to go underwater for training. It's not happening anymore. People used to make rain if it's not raining. People used to chase thunderstorms. Like I did it before. I know how to do it, to chase it. But this thing is not happening anymore because we have polluted our environment. Yeah. So our ancestors are going with the environment. If we pollute the environment, They'll do arms fault. Let's look at them, what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, you know. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Yeah, so they they kind of retreat. They're always there. Exactly. But what correct. can they do if people want to follow a different path? Exactly, yeah. Because when you look at ancestors, there's some other thing which, let's say sometimes I was an evil person. I, I was doing something wrong. After I passed away, then I see all those mistakes that I did it that was wrong. Now I start to have a forgiveness because the people that are holy, those are holiness people. So if they see something that they want something clean all the time, that's why I'm saying that, hey, those people, we need to respect them because they are guiding us. But if we don't, and they'll keep distance to us. Well, I hope anybody listening <laughs> take heed of that because... When uh, people won't listen because they're interested about this modernization. <laughs> the modernization have taken people too far, but at the end of the day, they suffer and they wish to go back, but it's difficult. Yeah. As you say, if they go too far, it's very difficult to go back. Sometimes you, you can't go back. Exactly. Uh, like, example, see a lot of foreigners in our country. People wish that, hey, these foreigners should be taken away. It's not easy because they're already inside. You consult with people that for doing, do you consult with people at the farm as well? Correct. What else are you involved with besides for doing uh, at the farm? I'm involved about training the children from universities, about horticulture, as well as landscaping and how to start a nursery. Does that keep you very busy? Absolutely. I'm sure the ancestors will guide you, but at the moment, any other projects that you can think of, or are you busy enough? Not busy enough. Yeah. Your wife was phoning. Yes. Um, as a Songoma, are you allowed to be married? I think to get married, it is not a problem. But as I said, they need you to do their work properly. Yes. And then you marry the right person. Not to marry anyone. That will abuse your traditional healing. That will do something wrong in your tradition. Take you off your path. Exactly. But they need also that you must get a better person, a quality person. Yeah. Yes, that will obey your ancestors' rule. Yeah. Yeah, because after all, they're not your rules. Yeah. You're not living by your own rules. No, no, no. no. Is there anything else that you want to add, uh, maybe? You know, when I was in London in 1997, Queen Elizabeth II, when I was at Chelsea Flower Show, I remember her advice and some other interesting story. She was talking and said, Hey, Elod, you know what? For being here in London, focusing on your African. We are here to Africanize your role, exhibiting here about traditional healing, about indigenous plants, use, etc., etc. It's amazing. People are getting impressed you know, about that because you're taking Africa, African spirit, to other countries to show people understand what is traditional about. So your importance is very, very important. So stay where you are. Don't lose your roots. You can imagine when the trees got no roots, it's dead. Mm. So you must realize that once your roots are finished, we're dead. So remain on your roads. Those are roads that will make you to succeed. I'm standing on my roads. That's why I'm keeping straight on straight. your path. Correct, yeah. yeah. Very good advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Elliot. Okay, it's okay. a pleasure. There are a few ways of getting hold of Elliot if you'd like a consultation. One is through Fordoon Hotel and Spa. His email address is, and I'll have to spell it, M-A-R-U-L-E-L-E-K-O-E-S-046 at gmail.com. His telephone lines, you can try plus two seven seven three 
021-4815 or plus 27-72379-5367.